You're listening to TMI with Christine, a show where we give you way too much information about meal planning and time management. Hey, this is Christine Pittman, and you're listening to Time Management Insider, a show where we give you way too much information about meal planning and time management for inside the home. Today's show is all about grilling, and I am super excited that I'm starting off with a grilling tip for you. The grilling tip is use your grill. I mean, seriously, there are so many great reasons for grilling, And the biggest reason, I think, at least in the context of this show, is that the grill uses fewer dishes or at least fewer of the like big dishes that you need to like wash by hand, right? You still have maybe a plate to take the burger patties or steaks or chicken breasts outside. And then you want to get that plate that had the raw meat into the dishwasher. And then you need another plate to bring the food back in. But crucially, you don't have the big pan, right? That thing that you might have to scrub. So you're really reducing your cleanup time when you're grilling. You know what I mean? So if you want to save a little bit of time with your food cooking this summer, break out that grill and get some delicious food on there. great show for you today. I'm going to be talking with Katie Jasowitz of Katie's Cucina in a couple of minutes. And we're talking all about grilling and how it can save you time and how to do it deliciously. So that's great. I'm also excited to let you know about a new mini course that I've got. It's by email. It's free. If you go to cookthestory.com slash grilling tips, that'll sign you up. And you'll get my best tips for grilling juicy chicken and meat. And they're, they're great tips. It is how I do it. And it, it's just, it changes kind of the way you think about grilling a little bit, but the results are spectacular. Now, before we talk to Katie, I just wanted to kind of back up a little bit and talk about why this show focuses so much on meal planning and cooking. Now, obviously, part of the reason is that that is what I do for a living. I have food websites and cookbooks and all sorts of things. So I am really like in the food world all the time. So that is a huge part of it. But the other part is that I think our cooking and meal planning and grocery shopping, that does take up a huge amount of our household time. And so if we can reduce some of that time, we can really become more efficient and, you know, have more time to spend with our family or doing our hobbies or relaxing or or getting work done or whatever it is you want to be doing. If you can cut down on the food time, that really helps. The other thing is that food and eating is essential, right? Like you have to eat every day. You have to feed yourself. And so getting those calories into your body has to happen somehow. And so the cooking, eating, 
part of our day or of our week isn't something that we can put off the way that we can other tasks. Like, I mean, if you forget to take out the garbage on garbage day, maybe your garage isn't going to smell so good for the week, but it's okay. Like, it's not the end of the world. Same with laundry. If we don't get it all done or we put it off or anything like that, you can usually, you know, get caught up or do it later. Whereas this food thing, it's just always, right? You you have to be on top of it and have to be doing it. So my feeling about this is that if I can be giving you strategies, tips, and help to make the meal planning, grocery shopping, cooking, and eating part of your lives a little more streamlined and a little bit easier that that's just going to give you a more breathing room for all of the other jobs and will help you get done this thing that you have to get done every week. And so as always, there is a meal plan at the end of this episode and this one will have some grilling stuff in it. And also I am going to be talking to Katie, as I said, in a few minutes, and we're going to be talking about grilling and how it can save you time in that whole meal planning, grocery shopping, cooking, eating thing that we're trying to improve on this show. So stay tuned for that. And before we talk to Katie, I just wanted to give you some of my thoughts about grilling. I I think I'm actually quite good at grilling. I just don't do it as much as I'd like to. It feels like it's not part of my regular cooking routine. And so I kind of forget about it. And I think that's a problem for me. And I think there's a few things that I, I do that with. And the reason it's a problem is that when I am doing my meal planning for myself and for my family, or even when I'm putting together the meal plans for my website and for this show for you, I'm always trying to find variety, right? I'm looking for, you know, okay, we had shrimp yesterday, so I don't have fish today. We'll do chicken today. And okay, we haven't had beef in a while, so let's have some spaghetti using ground beef. And and okay, what vegetables have we had? And I'm rotating through all these, like, kinds of protein, kinds of vegetables, and maybe like uh, styles of food. Like we'll do like Tex-Mex thing and then I'll do like a stir fry. And so I'm rotating through all that stuff and and I'm trying to get that variety for my own interest when I'm cooking, my interest when I'm eating, and for the family I want, you know, variety of foods and I want them to be trying new things. There's all these reasons for why we're looking for variety, right? And I forget that variety can also come from the method of cooking. You know, a chicken breast tastes very different if you poach it in, you know, simmering water versus putting it on the grill or vegetables doing asparagus on the grill. It gets that kind of like charred flavor. It's very different from roasting it in the oven. So I need to remember, and I'm hoping that this show will help you remember, that we can bring that variety to our meal plans, variety to our table, not just by the ingredients that we're using or the like region of the world that we're pulling the flavors from, but also from the method of cooking. So grilling can be one of those things that we rotate through, that we add to our rotation to add that extra variety to our show. And so I'm just going to remind you one more time to check out my grilling course. A course is maybe the wrong word. It's a it's an email series. It's five emails that you get. And you can sign up at cookthestory.com slash grilling tips for all of that. You're listening to Christine talk about meal planning and time management. But do you know who she is? 
She's been helping households with her recipes and time management ideas for over a decade on CookTheStory.com and The Cookful. With over 2 million visitors per month on her websites and over 40 outstanding cookbooks, now she's talking to you directly on this podcast and accompanying newsletter. Go to CookTheStory.com slash newsletter and get her meal plans, recipes, and all her amazing ideas to help you and your family in the kitchen. Now back to the show. I'm so excited to be talking with Katie Jazowitz today. Katie has a website, a food website called Katie's Cucina, and she started hers right around when I started mine. So like back in around 2010, and I met Katie for the first time at the first ever blogging conference that I went to. So we go way back. We even had a Google Hangout show together for a while where we would interview other food bloggers about what was going on in the food world. So we go back and and she's amazing, just a wonderful, energetic, exciting person. She's a great cook. And importantly for this episode, she is an expert at grilling. So I cannot wait to pick her brain about how we can all become better on the barbecue. Katie, how are you doing? Hi, Christine. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me on. Thanks for being on. So I want to start by asking who is in your household and who does most of the cooking? Yeah, so it's myself, my husband, and I have two young kids, ages four and seven. And I am the one and only person who cooks in the house. So my husband really lucked out because he does not know how to cook and nor has he ever really wanted to learn how to cook. I mean, I think he can do a quesadilla and make a box of mac and cheese. That's about his extent of cooking. Oh, wow. So he's really, really lucky then. <laughs> he's got quite yeah. the cook. <laughs> <laughs> and then probably I would say, I don't know, gosh, about six or seven years ago, I was tired of having like dried, burnt steak and chicken on the grill so I decided to teach myself how to grill and mm. released him of that duty and he's never touched the grill since then. Oh you do all the grilling now too. Yeah like I do it all. <laughs> he is he is my sous chef and my dish boy. That's that's his main main job. <laughs> and mainly more dishes than the sous chef part. <laughs> well at least he does the dishes for you. That's a help. That's wonderful. For sure. <laughs> So I know you live in Florida like I do. So you probably do a lot of grilling. Is that right? Yes, we do. You know, I mean, we're really fortunate that we can pretty much grill year round, even on our cold Florida days. And I say cold, it's like in the 40s or 50s. Mm -hmm. You'll still find me grilling. But especially, you know, in the summer months when it's warmer outside, the last thing that I want to do is heat up my kitchen because mm -hmm. our, our, our ACs in Florida are already working overboard. So, you know, I like want to keep my house as cool as possible. The kids are swimming in the pool. And what's better than doing, you know, an easy weeknight meal on the grill? Yeah, no, that's great. So do you find, I know we've talked about this, do you find that grilling saves you time with your cooking? 
Yeah. So I think, you know, time, probably mostly, you know, the time of cleanup, because I really try to find meals where I can cook 75%, if not the whole entire meal on the grill. Mm-hmm. So all I have to then clean up or all my, all my husband has to clean up is a sheet pan, maybe a mixing bowl and the tongs, of course, the plate. But, you know, I, I, I love being able to do foil pouch meals. They're super simple. They all cook within themselves. I have some recipes where it's a piece of chicken and already has rice in it and has all the veggies. It has seasoning. I do like a lot of like uh, sausage, like kielbasa with like potatoes and vegetables. Mm-hmm. So I really like the oil meals. Even some of them you can prep ahead of time, put them in the fridge, and then take them out later to cook on the grill. Other things that I love to do on the grill: chopped chicken tacos. I cook chicken on the grill. I will even crisp up like corn tortillas on the grill or wrap some flour tortillas in a foil pouch mm-hmm. and warm those grill. chicken fajitas. We actually went camping last month and we made chicken fajitas on the campsite because peppers and onions can go in a little grill basket or even in a foil pouch, mm-hmm. grill the chicken, chop that up. The flour tortillas are in a foil pouch and there you go. You have dinner. Like that's super easy, simplified and easy cleanup. So I want to know about the foil pouches more. So you said that sometimes they have rice in them. Do you pre-cook the rice? It's not raw rice, right? No, it is raw rice. But I have found that like minute instant rice works better okay. than, you know, obviously like a, lo- a long grain or rice that, that like will take longer to cook. Uh-huh. Lots of liquid. It <laughs> sounds crazy, but... A little bit of liquid with like, so on my grilled chicken, chicken and rice oil packet, I have chicken breast, the rice, I mix in some salsa or some ratel. You have veggies like zucchini and squash and onions and peppers and corn. So like the corn will like go in frozen. That, that in itself will emit some of the water. Mm-hmm. And then of course the vegetables and the chickens. And within, you know, 30 to 45 minutes, so yeah, it's a longer grill time. It's a slow and low kind of grill time. But yeah, you'll have like soft, fluffy, flavorful rice. It's right during the packet. It's pretty awesome. Well, that sounds really great. So you are cooking things in pouches, but you also do other kinds of meats and meals. Do you have tips for meats on the grill? Yeah, sure. So... I love to buy meat in bulk or even if, so we have Publix here in the South in Florida. So every now and then Publix will do buy one, get one free meat. So whether it's at the grocery store or going to like a Costco or Sam's wholesale club, I'll pick up a bunch of meat. And on the day that I shop, that's the same day that I get home. I work on making different marinades for my meat. So I love to purchase London broil in bulk, which people, I feel like, don't always think about London broil when they're growing. You know, it's a delicious cut of meat, but it's perfect to be thinly sliced and grilled. Mm-hmm. So I'll make a marinade for, like, uh, balsamic London broil. I'm, I make this one. It's a Pacific Rim. It has, like, 
rosemary and orange juice and teriyaki flavors. I also do an Asian style London grill. I'll make all the marinades, label the bags, put the meat in there, and then I freeze them. And then I have a bunch of meals throughout the following month that I can easily just wrap. The meat's already marinated, mm-hmm. and then I can put them on the grill. So the London broil, you're putting the full piece of London broil in the marinade and then freezing it, and then you yeah. grill it, and then you slice it after? Yeah, correct, okay. correct. And then I also do the same thing So for my chopped chicken tacos or fajitas. I will even throw in the taco seasoning and a little oil or I love to put orange juice in my fajitas and in my in my tacos, like just a little bit of acid that will bring out the flavors mm-hmm. and I'll freeze it just like that. So then when it's thawing out in the refrigerator the day before, it's marinating and getting all those delicious flavors. I do like a lemon garlic chicken where I do a bunch of lemon juice, olive oil, fresh garlic, but I'll also go ahead and marinate. I do chicken drumsticks with uh, buffalo sauce, mm. literally just taking a pack of chicken drumsticks in half, because typically the packs that I buy are like, what, like 14 drumsticks in it, and there's mm. only four of us, so my, my, my kids are little still, so we'll eat like one drumstick <laughs> each, and then I'll put the buffalo sauce inside the bag with the drumsticks, label it and date it, mm. and put it in the freezer, and then it makes for an easy lunch or dinner on like the weekend or a weekday. Okay, wait, Katie, I'm sorry. Your little kids will eat the buffalo sauce chicken drumsticks? Oh, my seven-year-old, yes. He actually likes semi-spicy food. And of course, I'll, I'll give them ranch or whatever sauce. I have found that any time that I serve something, if I serve it with a sauce for them, whatever dipping sauce it might, it might, it might be, even if it doesn't always ice cream, like, go well with it, mm-hmm. they will eat it. Wow. My, my like, four-year-old, on the other hand, I, like, will typically kind of cut off, like, you know, some of the marinade mm-hmm. stuff, but she's typically, she'll, like, drown it in ranch or even ketchup, which ketchup and buffalo sauce do not go well together, <laughs> but hey, whatever. She's, like, eating it, whatever. I, I, don't, I don't care. Like, I, like, will not ask questions. I hear you. My <laughs> daughter, Emily, is nine, and she loves mustard. And if she if she doesn't like what I've I've given her for dinner, like whatever it is, zucchini, asparagus, whatever, she doesn't like the flavor on the shrimp. I'm like, try it dipped in mustard. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> <it works>. exactly. <laughs> whatever works. <laughs> yep. And, those... and you know, other 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 proteins that are great for grilling that mm-hmm. are super simple. One of my most popular recipes on Katie's Casino is a grilled lemon garlic red snapper. Red snapper season in Florida, my, my, my husband loves the fish. So we're really lucky. Our freezer is pretty much full almost year round with fish. Wow. But red snapper season happens in July. I will make like the grilled red snapper recipe. It takes like 25 minutes from start to finish. And I'll, I will make it for like lunch on like a cool day. So we you, you won't always find us making hamburgers and hot dogs on the weekend. You'll, you'll find us making like snapper or shrimp or mahi when like right now the mahi are running, as the fishermen say, and we're heading down to the Keys. So, you know, it's perfect time to be able to get mahi stock up 
and in the freezer. And mahi is a thicker fish, Mm -hmm. like a heartier fish, so it's good for growing. So, yeah, so I mean, you you have to think a little bit outside the box, even like sausage. Like, we love to grow Italian sausage. I'll do grilled Italian sausage and peppers. Mm-hmm. And they're keep the peppers, slice the peppers already, and then put them into like a little grill basket. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, super simple things. Like, you just have to reinvent dinner and meals in general, and you can you can pretty much grill almost anything. Yeah, no, I love those ideas. That's great. Now, you mentioned your website in there. It's Katie's Cucina. Do you want to tell us a little bit about it? Sure, yeah. So I've been blogging at Katie's Cucina. Gosh, this is going on my 12th year. And my mission is to create easy-to-make modern comfort food for the busy family. And now that, you know, I mean, I've been a mom now for seven years, so I've Mm -hmm. definitely kind of, I'm starting, you know, I feel feel like we're, we're always trying to figure out this whole, parenting thing because every every year has like a different season and you have you know the pros and cons and you just kind of have to roll with it and I know that a lot of families really struggle to get a good dinner on the table and quickly like Mm -hmm. they don't want to be in the kitchen for hours they they want to be spending the time with their family and making the memories with their kids so that's kind of where like I've really started to hone in on that to really help other families mm-hmm. get dinner on the table quickly. Oh, that's really great. Now you have some meal planning, like tips and resources too, right? Yes, I do. So when you go to katiescucina.com, you'll, you'll see, you can subscribe to my email list or you'll, you'll see a little pop-up that comes up and I have five secrets to stress-free dinners. And with that, I give some different tips and tricks that I've found helpful for about five days worth of emails and they're, mm-hmm. they're short. They like take like 30 seconds to a minute to read, but I also give you a weekly calendar that you can meal plan with. And I also give like a printable grocery list. Oh, nice. So that way, you know, if like you're, you're trying to figure out what should I make this week, you can print that out or you could even laminate it or, make it a PDF copy and do like a digital thing to save the trees. And then, you know, kind of get an idea of like what, what like you're, you're going to make and then build your shopping list from that. I love that idea. That's really cool. So I will make sure that that is in the show notes for people so that they can easily find those resources. Now I want to go back to grilling. So we talked about meats and marinating and some fish. What about the, like the other side dishes, the starches, the vegetables? Do you have tips and ideas for that? Because I, I feel like I'm just going to say like, you're talking about how by using the grill, you save a lot of time because you don't have to clean up, but I'm not great at it. And I still end up like the meats on there, but I'm still doing all kinds of crazy stuff in the kitchen. And now I've got two areas that are messy <laughs> instead of one, you know, that's me. Yeah, no, for sure. Okay. So what, what like I, I, I found grab your largest sheet pan, mm-hmm. put your meat. So if like, if like your meat is already in a bag marinated, you don't need to put that on the sheet pan, but if it's not, and you're like, say you're seasoning steaks with some Montreal steak seasoning or something, mm-hmm. put it on a little piece of foil so that way it kind of partitions off. And then I will, I love to grill asparagus, grills wonderfully. Mm-hmm. I love to grill, of all things, green beans. People mm-hmm. don't, I feel like people don't really think about grilling green beans. Of course, you do need like a basket, like a 
you know, I think on Amazon you can get them for like 10 or $20. But green beans with some sliced red onion and chopped bell pepper. I always just do kind of the basics, olive oil, salt and pepper, or for a higher smoke point, you can do toss it with a little grapeseed oil. Mm -hmm. And I'll put that on one side of the grill. And then on the other side is where my uh, protein will be cooked. Now, I typically will, if, you know, I like will put baked potatoes in the Instant Pot or the air fryer or, you know, if like the oven, but I, I really try, especially in the summer months, I try to stay away from using my, my uh, oven. And I'm really digging baked potatoes and the air fryer right mm, now. I know, I love um, so I, I like will like do that or I will make a big batch of rice in the beginning of the week, which I know this is one of your big things that you love to talk about is <laughs> making something in the beginning of the week and then mm -hmm. stretching it for other meals. Mm -hmm. So I'll make a big batch of rice that I only have to reheat the rice to go with, say, a grilled skirt steak with chimichurri, or let's say we're going to have Greek chicken kebabs or grilled lemon chicken. Mm -hmm. The rice heats up quickly. Mm -hmm. And then you can, and I have, I have the, you know, like the rice in the foil packet. I've, I've never done like a big batch of rice though on the grill. Right, right. You can also do sliced potatoes in a foil packet, add some cheese to them in the end, make like a cheesy potato. Mm. That's something awesome. I also love to grill corn on the cob mm, and yeah. then top it. I'll, I'll, I'll have my kids top corn with like, ranch and bacon and some oh. fresh herbs that they've picked from my garden or that's, that's um, a great idea you know it makes me so obviously the mexican street corn elote is yeah if people aren't familiar with it you take corn and you spread something like sour cream or mayonnaise on the on the cooked corn like and the then crema. you can yep, the yeah and then you can dip it in things so you, you don't just have yes. corn on the cob with butter and salt that which is delicious the traditional way but you can use like other things as like glue yeah to stick my kids to it. love so my kids love feta. Mm. So I do a grilled Greek corn on the cob. So I will mix some butter with some Greek seasoning. I like to use like the, I think it's called cavenders, I think. Mm -hmm. And I, I will mix the Greek seasoning with the butter and base that on. And then I'll top the corn once it's done with some, with some crumbled feta and some fresh gel. Oh, and the kids wow. love it. Like it's, it's such a fun twist. Yeah. On just regular corn on the cob. I love that idea. I love corn on the cob. So weirdly, That's your true. kids sound so wonderful and adventurous. One of my kids won't eat corn on the cob. It hurt. It hurts her her mouth. And so corn you on know, the cob is one of those things where I forget and I make it, and then I'm standing there in the kitchen shaving these kernels off of this corn, and it's like, ah, this was not as easy as I thought this was going to be. <laughs> Uh, that's so funny. So actually, my seven-year-old lost both his front teeth last, <sighs> I don't know, like the end of summer, beginning of fall. And he just finally, both have grown in, like in the past, <laughs> I don't know, like in the past month. And so he's so excited to be able to eat corn on the cob, like on the cob again. Yeah. And we 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 like ha had to remind him, like, no, like you have front teeth now. Like we don't need to cut this off. You can totally eat this. That's great. That's cute. Well, Katie, thank yeah. you so much for all of these great tips. Where can people find you if they want to continue this grilling conversation or get more tips and questions answered? For sure. Yeah. So people can find me on katiescucina.com, K-A-T-I-E-S-C-U-C-I-N-A.com. 
You can also find me on Instagram. I'm not on Katie's Puccina, but I think if you search, you could find me like that. I'm with my full name, Katie Jasowitz. So good luck spelling that. (laughs) (laughs) I'll have it spelled right in the show notes. They'll be able to find you. (laughs) Awesome. And then, of course, um, Facebook. And I occasionally pop on Twitter, but not much anymore. But both Facebook and Twitter, I'm on Katie's Casino. Okay, wonderful. Thank you so much for being on the show today, Katie. Thank you so much for having me. And I hope everyone has a delicious summer and kind of breaks out of their shell to reinvent dinner on the grill. That's a great idea. Thanks, Katie. So many great grilling tips. Thank you, Katie. So I'm going to move on to the meal plan portion of this show. At the end of every episode, I give you a five-day meal plan, and I pick the recipes to try and work together so you get some variety and try to use some things like on multiple days so your grocery list is shorter and like making use of side dishes more than once so that you're not cooking as many things each day. I'm trying to make this as easy for you as possible. You can get all of my meal plans at cookthestory.com slash meal plans. They are all there. They are free. And each one comes with a printable grocery list that has everything that you need to make the recipes for those five days. So you just print off the grocery list, cross off anything that you already have, and head to the grocery store. You've got five days of meals good to go. So this meal plan is featuring some nice grilled foods because that was the theme of the show. And I wanted to keep it really basic because sometimes we don't always all know how to do certain techniques. I am not a grilling expert by far, but I think my grilling recipes that I have on my site, I've really tested them and done a lot of research. And I think they're really good, like basic good recipes for getting started on the grill. If you are a grilling expert, of course, doctor these up in whatever way you think is best. So this is meal plan number 37, and it features a lot of grilled foods. So let's go. We're starting the week with basic grilled shrimp. They're put on skewers and you're going to have them with a Caesar salad. I'm going to link to a recipe for a delicious homemade, very light Caesar salad dressing that uses Greek yogurt instead of eggs and oil. But don't think it's going to taste weird. I swear everybody I've ever made this for absolutely loves it and would not believe that it was light in any way. And it's really easy to make because you're just putting yogurt in a blender with some ingredients. So super easy. And what you're going to do is instead of croutons, you're going to cube up some cucumber and zucchini and have that as like the crunchy bits in the salad. So it's grilled shrimp with Caesar salad with cucumber and zucchini croutons. Oh, and you're going to make extra of the grilled shrimp because we're going to use them again in another meal. So on the second day, you're going to do some grilled chicken breasts. Now I am linking to my how to grill chicken breasts that are so juicy post, which is one of the most popular recipes on my entire site. It literally gets hundreds of thousands of people coming like every month. So I think it's like a really good keeper recipe. And it sort of walks you through some tips and techniques to make sure that your chicken breasts are not dry. Now, if you like chicken thighs instead, 
I'm going to link to some chicken thighs too. I actually prefer grilling chicken thighs because they are juicier. But of course, a lot of people like chicken breasts more and they are leaner. So that's why both are there. And you're going to have the grilled chicken breast with some of the leftover Caesar dressing, but you're going to blend it up with some cucumber. So it's kind of like tzatziki and Caesar mixed together in, in a really fun way. And you're going to drizzle that on the cooked chicken and you're going to have a simple corn salad with that. Now on the third day, you're going to use that leftover shrimp from the first day and you're gonna put it into flour or corn tortilla shells. And you're doing one of my absolute favorite weeknight tacos where I buy this Southwest chopped salad kit at my grocery store. It's like cabbage and red cabbage and there's some pumpkin seeds and a creamy avocado dressing in there. It's really delicious, just scooped into the taco shell with the shrimp. And then you can put some tomatoes, a little bit of mozzarella cheese because you're gonna have that ingredient for one of the recipes anyways. And yeah, tomatoes, mozzarella cheese, the shrimp, and that that chopped Southwest slaw. Super good, super easy. Now on the fourth day, you are doing a one pot pasta. And it is the one pot pasta formula that I talk about quite often. You're gonna just do a very basic version of this using your leftover grilled chicken and any veggies that you've got left from the past few days. And then you're gonna have the leftover corn salad with that. And then we're gonna finish off the week with some grilled fajitas. This is a fajita dinner that is all done on the grill. You've got a skirt steak, you could use flank instead. And that is grilled as one piece on the grill, which is just super nice and easy because you just put it on there and then flip it when it's sort of brown on one side, cook it until it's your doneness that you like and let it rest for a bit and then slice it. Just be aware that if it's skirt steak that you are doing, to slice skirt steak against the grain, you can't just go making the skinny edge slices. You actually have to cut the length of your skirt steak into maybe three chunks and then turn it and slice it the other way. I'm gonna link to a tutorial showing you how to do that because I wanna make sure you do it right. It makes a world of difference for the skirt steak that you slice it correctly. So it's a grilled fajita dinner and everything's done on the grill and that is wrapping up our meal plan for the week and that wraps up our show for the week i want to remind you that you can get the meal plans at cookthestory.com slash meal plans and you can get my grilling tips mini course at cookthestory.com slash grilling tips oh i can't wait for you to see this there are so many great wonderful tips that are going to make your grilled meats and chicken juicier and more delicious than ever and i want to say thank you to katie for being such a wonderful guest and for all of her great grilling tips really go check out her website katiescusina.com you're gonna love everything that she's got there thank you to caroline hull and her team from wild home podcasting for producing this show and thank you, as always, to Audio Snack for all of the wonderful music. Have a great week. 